0: Hello and welcome to episode 68 of SEO is Not That Hard. I'm your host, Ed Dawson, the founder of KeywordsPeopleUse.com, the solution to finding the questions people ask online. I'm an affiliate marketer, SEO, and I've been building and monetizing websites for over 20 years. I've built sites from the ground up, I've bought sites and sold sites in large exits. I'm here to share with you the SEO knowledge, hints and tips I've built up over the years. Today, I'm going to talk about tagging links with relationship values. This story starts back in 2005 when Google had a problem that they needed to address and that was that they wanted to penalize sites that were linking to um, shady websites sort of spam websites um, but they didn't want to penalize sites which had lots of user-generated content um, such as forums and um, blogs with comments and things like that they didn't want to penalize those sites for allowing um, their um, their users from from linking they didn't want to stop them from linking, but they wanted to be able to protect those sites. So they created um, a relationship tag called rel, which most people know as rel. So it's a but it's done for relationship, and it's a tag that you can apply to outbound links from your website. Now they invented um, the nofollow attribute, so you could tag a link as no follow, and this would mean that you were essentially disavowing that link. You were saying we do not vouch for this link. We don't want. We don't want to pass PageRank through this link. We, we're not responsible for the content on this, and so we're not endorsing this site. So this was a way where forums and those kind of sites with user-generated content could allow their users to, um, you know, still keep posting links and still keep showing things online, online, but without risking the um, the site sending the link from getting penalised. In addition, Google also decided at the same time to. Use this new new no follow um, tag to say to people if you are selling links, um, sorry, it's whether for sponsored purposes or for affiliate purposes or anything like that. If there's any kind of sort of exchange of value for placing a link, then they also wanted you to use this no follow attribute. So this means that they could remove from the link graph um, any kind of sponsored or paid for links in any kind of way, and also would protect publishers. From who were you know from their users linking out to sort of dodgy sites that might cause people the the publishers of those sites problems. So with this no follow attribute, they were basically trying to remove problem links from the link graph. So these links wouldn't pass PageRank anymore. These links wouldn't be followed by um, Googlebot, their crawlers when they crawl on the web. So they, they were essentially these links would be removed for the purposes of ranking. So the effect of this was um, basically that people now started referring to links as either followed or no followed some people would say follow or do follow now there is actually no follow or do follow attribute that you put on a link if you just create a regular link um, as is done in HTML with no rel equals um, attribute to it then that is essentially a normal followed link so if if anyone ever refers to follow or do follow they just mean a link with no um, rel attribute Now this worked really well, um, a good portion of time, for many years in fact, Um, and it solved lots of problems for Google. But as time went on, more and more sites started being so incredibly cautious and essentially no following all their external links. And these were big sites sort of like Wikipedia, the BBC, lots of news websites. Um, And Google sort of, started to realize I think that they were missing out on big portions of the link graph that might actually be useful to them so in 2019 they announced some changes and they actually extended the uh, attributes that you could put in a uh, against a link so you didn't now just have nofollow they added two new ones called sponsored which was for paid and sponsored links so this is where you could explicitly state that a link was sponsored um and paid for and there was some value there so you're not going to get in any trouble for um doing this as uh, a link selling a link and and saying that it's sponsored because that's that's fine you kind of like putting your hands up and then google can decide what to do with it and the other one was uh, a ugc uh, attribute so that's where you could um, use it for user generated content so say you run a forum and you allowed your forum users to put links in their posts you would then um flag all those links as being ugc so then google can again look at those links and say well this the site itself isn't vouching for these but the individual users are so then they could then their algorithms could then decide whether they wanted to um attribute anything any value to those links so it's just a way of giving extra classifiers to google for all the links so it could understand each link type more they also changed um in t- march 2020 how these um links would now be treated because previously if you had a nofollow link it wouldn't be used for crawling or indexing and it wouldn't be used for ranking so essentially google ignored these links um completely um, but now uh, in march since, since march 2020 they now have decided that they will use um take these links which have, be- have got these attributes against them as hints for crawling and indexing and they may be used as a hint for ranking so essentially what they're saying here is that now they're not necessarily going to completely ignore these links they may decide to use them now this is quite tricky if you're trying to work out for yourself what the value of a link is because they're kind of saying that they might actually use a nofollow to crawl they might use it to pass value page rank value from one site to another so it does make it a little more tricky to try and work out the value of links now clearly a link which is just a followed link you know with no attributes against it is still going to pass value still going to pass um, page rank and you know and it's that's a great link still but it means that still some of these other links sponsored UGC and no follow might pass some kind of value now I'd suspect sponsored won't pass any value I think Google will probably treat them as um, you know this is a paid for link there is so we're not going to attribute any value to these UGC they may pass some value uh, but I think it might depend on the kind of site that that UGC link is from and also potentially um, who the user is um, on that site if, if they see a user on a site who's got lots of value and providing lots of good um, content then they may decide that links from certain users on forums might pass value now that's just me speculating Now I've got no evidence on that and it may be completely untrue but I can see with that tag they could at least if they wanted to they could start to do things like that and then no follow um, they now you know again the, the hint this, the hint thing here they may or may not decide to use anything with that it's a little bit harder with just stri- with a straight no follow because it's not really they've not been really given any extra clue as to why it's been no followed because there's still lots of sites that aren't using these new sponsored new GC attributes they'll just purely be still using nofollow overall so it's going to be harder for Google to see um, what the kind of relationship for that link being put there is now if you've not heard of the new uh, well relatively new um, tags like sponsored and UGC and you've only been using no follow and don't worry because Google have explicitly stated that while sponsored and UGC will be nice if people use them they still find to use no follow in both those cases so if you've got paid or sponsored links then it's fine to use no follow for them again same with UGC it's fine to, it's fine to use no follow with that um, and on any sites of mine where we've got, say, any affiliate links, we just no follow them. We've always done that since back probably back far back as two thousand and five. Um, but we yeah we no follow those. We've carried on no following those. We haven't moved those to being sponsored. Um, now there is some um, additional attributes that you can you can do with this because obviously I've just talked about the UGC sponsored and no follow. You can actually put. Um, more than one attribute against a link, so you can actually say this is sponsored, no follow. You can say this is UGC, no follow. Um, so you can actually add, you can sort of add more to the, um, to, the to the description than, than than just one single tag. And there's a reason why you might want to do this. For example, with UGC, um, what happens if you've got a um, a user on your forum? And they put an affiliate link in one of their posts now that is obviously a paid link that person who's placed that link is potentially going to benefit from it so if you've just got UGC then Google state that a UGC isn't enough just to um, to prevent a link being um, considered paid so you could put UGC no follow in that case you're saying that um, on your links these are UGC links so this is coming from a user and not uh, user generated content and not from the site owner and we also want to know follow it because we don't know what the site they're linking to and what the relationship with the site they're linking to is so you can actually expand it out and that would cover you in more than one way um, against any potential penalty or any kind of potential issues with Google so back to the original question to follow or not to follow what should you do with your links well if you're linking genuinely with uh, no payment, nothing in reward to another um, website, or another URL on another website, then follow, I would just follow it. And that is, say, for example, you're writing a piece on marketing tools um, and you want to link to a, a, a tool that you recommend that you use you've got no relationship you're not getting paid for it you just want to give a genuine recommendation because you think it's a good tool then you know have that as a followed link so you're not going to put any attributes against it at all now say you've been approached by a um, a website and they want you to link to them uh, because they want traffic off you they, they want a sponsored link um, then I would put a no follow or a sponsored against it. Personally i would put a no follow because that's what I've always done. The same with any kind of affiliate link, put a no follow against it. It's just not worth getting um, any kind of penalty for, you know, for selling links. Um you know, you just want to keep it straight as a no follow. If I had Any kind of forum or comment section or anywhere where I allowed people to post links on the site that were out of my control any kind of user-generated content I would definitely use the UGC link this or UGC attribute and I would probably also um, put the no follow against it so a UGC space no follow um, attribute so I'm basically letting Google know that this link was created by a user on the site so we're not endorsing that and also we don't want you to follow it because we don't want any risk of being um you know penalized if that person is putting a link that is essentially a paid link um and yeah and then any other link that you would, if you weren't sure about, just no follow it. But I would, I wouldn't no follow all my links like some sites do. Like some sites have editorial, big sites especially have editorial policies where they just no follow all external links. Um, if I was genuinely wanted to recommend a site, as I said at the start, I would definitely not put any attributes against it so it was a followed link and actually passed that um, recommendation and and that page rank to that site because I think they deserve it. And you know, if, if I'm doing it off my own back with no Um, you know, no coercion, no payment, then why not? I think it's a good thing to do. Thanks for being a listener. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe and share because it really helps. SEO is not that hard is brought to you by KeywordsPeopleUse.com. These solutions find the questions people ask online. See why thousands of people use us every day. Try it today for free at KeywordsPeopleUse.com. If you want to get in touch, have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Channel 5 on Twitter you can email me at podcast at keywordspeopleuse.com. Bye for now, and see you in the next episode of SEO Is Not That Hard.